Welcome to Unchained, the radio program which addresses the challenges facing Christians today with short, pithy presentations, presenting a vigorous defense for Christianity's claim that the Holy Bible is God's inspired word. This series deconstructs the arguments of evolutionists, anti-theists, atheists, and other enemies of the Holy Bible. Here is your host, Pastor Rod Anderson. Hi, I'm Rod Anderson. What is the conscience? I wonder if any person listening to my voice would deny they have an inner moral law, a conscience. Socrates is quoted as having said, I believe we cannot live better than in seeking to become better, nor more agreeably than having a clear conscience. Socrates described the conscious as that small, quiet voice within each one of us, which convicts us negatively when we are thinking evil, planning to do wrong, or have committed an ethically or morally wrong act. We are pricked within ourselves. We have a sense of our knees. The inverse is true when we're planning something deemed good, or or have done something good. The Apostle Paul himself addresses the issue of the inner moral law, identifying it as the conscious in Romans chapter 1. For example, we naturally come to the aid of someone who is struggling with a heavy or awkward load. We don't jump a cue rushing to the head of the line when others have been waiting patiently. The inner moral law is a universal norm. For example, to paraphrase C.S. Lewis, there is no nation which lords selfishness or theft or the abuse of children. Nowhere in the world is lying or betrayal admired. We all possess a basic moral awareness of what is right and what is wrong, and it is implanted deeply within each one of us. Further to that, it is admitted by all thoughtful and intellectually honest people that in each one's life there are times, plural, come when we carry a sense of unease, discontent, an awareness of the emptiness and the superficiality of day-to-day modern living. Ironically, the more we earn, the more we buy, the more possessions we accumulate, the less satisfied we are. The prizes offered by our sophisticated generation for employment, being industrious, entrepreneurial, thrifty, are not accompanied with a contentment and peace of mind. This sense of unease, this pervading awareness of the shallowness of modern living, many professionals have labelled as depression and will, will encourage a person to go in search of a therapist or psychologist. But that does not satisfy, and typically these professionals will schedule a person into endless sessions of psychoanalysis which will drive to despair and a lifelong dependency upon antidepressant medication. However, it should be noted, along with this sense of unease and dissatisfaction, there awakens within an individual the desire that the bigger questions of life need to be addressed. And this desire is not to be suppressed or dulled by medications, alcohol or recreational drugs, but it's to be explored, studied out, and the questions answered. Those people who seek will find, and in so doing, discover that God is the missing piece to life's jigsaw puzzle. God, as promised by Jesus Christ, communicates with each one of us in a real, tangible way, through the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And as people respond to the inner moral law, they are, in in effect, responding to the Holy Spirit upon their consciences. The Holy Spirit, also known as the Holy Ghost, or the Comforter, brings peace 
and contentment to the life as individuals respond. I've sometimes heard people say, Jesus feels so close to me now. But in those utterances, they testified to the promise Jesus made to his disciples before his crucifixion, found in John 15, verse 26. But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me." There is something of great importance that I want you to recognize in this verse. The Holy Spirit is identified as a person. Jesus uses a pronoun he when speaking of the Holy Spirit. What else can we learn about the Holy Spirit from Jesus? Staying in the Gospel of John, we read this. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. John 16 verse 8. None can miss the emphasis on the personal pronouns which Jesus uses to describe the person of the Holy Spirit. Additionally, this verse tells us the Holy Spirit will reprove the world of sin. We've already described the inner moral law, the innate understanding that each have of what is right and what is wrong, but now we've discovered that it is the work of the Holy Spirit who is the one who pricks that consciousness. He is the one who leads us if we are willing to be led by him into the paths of righteousness. The word righteousness, by the way, just means right doing. So if you want to improve the sort of person you are, if you are concerned about your behavior, then listen, respond, be obedient to the Holy Spirit's promptings upon your conscience, because the promise of Jesus Christ is the Holy Spirit will lead in righteousness in right doing. Finally, in this verse, the words of Jesus climax the works of the Holy Spirit as pertaining to judgment, that within us we all know that whatever it is we do, it is not hidden from God. In the book of Ecclesiastes, we read this. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Here Solomon warns that God's commandments are so important, are of utmost importance to men and women, that every secret thing will be revealed in the judgment. But I do love the fact that the Bible declares good news for those who choose to respond to the Holy Spirit and desire to please God and are truly grateful for what Jesus has accomplished for them on the cross at Calvary. In Daniel chapter 7 verse 22 we read this, Until the Ancient of Days, that's God the Father, came and judgment was made in favor of the saints of the Most High and the time came for the saints to possess the kingdom. The Bible says at the time of God's judgment, God's people will be favored and happily receive the kingdom. If you want to know more on this subject of the Holy Spirit and the judgment, go to YouTube, type in my name and the title, Is There a Judgment in Heaven? And there you will find more information on this very important subject. Furthermore, if you desire to improve your biblical knowledge, I have a free series of Bible reading guides called The Orchard Faith of Jesus Studies, which will enhance your understanding of the Bible and its main teachings in a very short time. And all you have to do to 
receive these free study guides is send me an email with your name, postal address and phone number to info at theorchardmelbourne.org.au or go to our website, theorchardmelbourne.org.au and go to the tab mark, contact us and follow the, the prompts and we will mail the study guides to you wherever you are. Well, our time together today has come to an end and it's happened way too quickly. But remember this, the truth has nothing to fear from investigation. I'm Rod Anderson. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to Unchained. We look forward to your company here next time on 3ABN Australia Radio as we continue this series with Pastor Rod Anderson.
To the east, and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. And the heaven departed as a scroll, when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens, and in the rocks of the mountains, and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. That was a song called The Hour by Call to Praise. 